February 27th. Mark chapter 9, verses 1 through 29. Jesus went on to say, I assure you that some of you standing here right now will not die before you see the kingdom of God arrive in great power. Six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the top of a mountain. No one else was there. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance changed, and his clothing became dazzling white, far whiter than any earthly process could ever make it. Then Elijah and Moses appeared and began talking with Jesus. "'Teacher, this is wonderful!' Peter exclaimed. "'We will make three shrines, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah.' He didn't really know what to say, for they were all terribly afraid. Then a cloud came over them, and a voice from the cloud said, "'This is my beloved son. Listen to him.' Suddenly they looked around, and Moses and Elijah were gone, and only Jesus was with them. As they descended the mountainside, he told them not to tell anyone what they had seen until he, the Son of Man, had risen from the dead. So they kept it to themselves, but they often asked each other what he meant by rising from the dead. Now they began asking him, Why do teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus responded, Elijah is indeed coming first to set everything in order. Why then is it written in the Scriptures that the Son of Man must suffer and be treated with utter contempt? But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and he was badly mistreated, just as the Scriptures predicted. At the foot of the mountain they found a great crowd surrounding the other disciples. As some teachers of religious law were arguing with them, the crowd watched Jesus in awe as he came toward them, and then they ran to greet him. What is all this arguing about? he asked. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son for you to heal him. He can't speak because he is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever this evil spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground and makes him foam at the mouth and grind his teeth and become rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, You faithless people, how long must I be with you until you believe? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, Since he was very small, the evil spirit often makes him fall into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us. Do something if you can. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly replied, I do believe, but help me not to doubt. When Jesus saw that the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Spirit of deafness and muteness, he said, I command you to come out of this child 
and never enter him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy lay there motionless, and he appeared to be dead. A murmur ran through the crowd. He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Afterward, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, Why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? Jesus replied, This kind can be cast out only by prayer. Have you really seen Jesus? We're the most distracted generation ever created. Sing me another worship song. Sing me another song about God. Come tell me another great story about God. Come tell me another time how much God loves me. Come tell me again that God is going to come through. Come tell me again or sing me another thing or lead me in another way. And maybe we just need a bigger view. Maybe we just need better eyes. Maybe we need a revelation of God that is so strong and so sure that it actually is durable in our lives and it leads us on. And I believe we need that. I believe we need God to help us see the brightness of his glory and his holiness. When you see Jesus being torn to shreds on the cross, I mean, see it like they put the implants in and you see him literally being shredded to death, you, you realize I, I did that to you. I caused that pain because that's my guilt and that's the result of my choices is being inflicted on your life. And when you see what happened to Jesus, you believe it. When you see what crushed Jesus, that same grace that crushed Jesus, it crushes self in its wake. And that's how you know. To the degree that self still is kicking and moving and raining and controlling and dictating and demanding. To that degree, it's the mirror degree that we really haven't seen anything yet. When we see that Jesus was crushed by the grace of God, what we see crushes self. Self-made plans, gone. Self-made life, finished, self-made name, irrelevant. Self-preservation and self-protection, who needs it? For I am no more, but Christ lives. It's no longer me, but it's Christ. It's no longer what I want, it's Christ. It's no longer me calling the shots, it's Christ. It's no longer me picking the plan, it's Christ. It's no longer me boasting about you, it's Christ. It's no longer me getting sucked up into the world, it's Christ. It's no longer me seeing short-term stuff, it's Christ, it's Christ, it's Christ. I got new eyes, people. I got a transplant of vision, people. I saw the holiness of God and the grace of God, and what I've seen has shut me down. It's rearranged who I am. It's changed me and freed me and healed me and delivered me. Christ is enough for me. Behold, the Lamb of God. He takes away the sins of the whole entire world. Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. 
O God, take up my cause. Defend me against these ungodly people. Rescue me from these unjust liars. For you are God, my only safe haven. Why have you tossed me aside? Why must I wander around in darkness, oppressed by my enemies? Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O God, my God. Why am I discouraged? Why so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 18. To hide hatred is to be a liar. To slander is to be a fool.